Welcome back to Talking Sci-Fi with Sci-Fi Sean and... Just Randy. Just Randy. What a great run. Yes. We've had some uh, good podcasts come by here lately. We have. I decided on a subject that was kind of ooh-ick for our topic today. Um, ooh-ick means ooh-ick. Space diseases and other ailments. Do you know anything about space diseases? I, yes. I mean, if you're referring to space as in just science fiction movies in general, well, and we, not just in space. Right, not in real space. Right. We could get into that. I mean, because yeah, we could bridge you. into that, but that's right. fine, you know. But, uh, but yes, uh, I'm a big zombie fan, and of course, all zombie movies start out with diseases. Do they really? Well, I mean, are they space diseases or just diseases out of nowhere they're just diseases because you know me i'm not i'm not a big zombie guy so you know you know what i I haven't looked into it that much i just like the idea of people transforming and running around looking for brains wasn't there a zombie movie that started off with aliens that were in a like a container or something and it leaked out and made people want brains well not necessarily that it was an alien it was uh it was a company that had toxic waste and they were storing it in drums and it created this uh character uh that actually was in return to living dead too is that what you were that might be i've never seen you know and they actually talked and and uh yeah, yeah, they actually talked, they, and they wanted brains. They were brains, brains. So what makes zombieism mm-hmm. a disease? Uh, you know, I, I don't really know, other than it changes the properties of the brain. <clears throat> okay, it right. Ma- it makes them, uh, you know, I don't know why they would want to hurt other human beings when they're like that. You think a zombie, you think they would just walk around not doing anything. But why are they wanting to eat and infect more people? Right. I've never really looked into that. And that's an interesting question. I have to go look that up so when this is over. This Resident is, Evil. Right. Was that a disease that caused people to turn into those mutated monsters or I've never they seen were, one. Okay, so they yes, it, it was a disease, but they basically were taking different items and created this uh, this disease and tried to make like uh, uh, make super super soldiers okay. and things like that. Right. And they were testing it on dogs and different things like that in the underground. And yes, these <clears throat> these things turned into evil uh, zombies. Basically, I've never. Yeah. But but um, Resident Evil is a zombie kind of a movie, right? Or is it more of a monster movie? Or uh, it yeah, it's it's like a zombie movie. Okay. Uh, I started out playing the game. Okay. Okay. The movies weren't the best in the world. I like the actress that plays that, and I can't think of her name. She's a Lilu from uh, Fifth Element. Okay. Can't think of what her name and, is either. Uh, Y'all know it. Shout it out. We'll hear you. <laughs> so I started playing the video game, and and basically, you know, the Umbrella Corporation controls everything. They want to. They, they supply the food. It's the government. They supply everything. Right. And they do these chemical insp- experiments, and they're trying to, to create weapons and other things, and they end up, this disease can, gets spilled in the underground bunker, and now they, and it's taken over these people. They've turned them into zombies, basically. Right. And they send in a task force to clean up, mm-hmm. to kill everybody before they get released into the world. Right. It's this fantastic concept, just... 
You know, the movies weren't the greatest, especially after playing the game. You know, when uh, me when I grew up playing games and they come out with a movie about that game, it, it never met expectations. Hmm. So, my uh, we'll get into your zombies right. again because I think that is a form of a space mm-hmm. or a, a disease right. of come some kind. Me being the science fiction guy here, um, Star Trek has many space elements. Right. We'll get into yep. it in a few minutes. Stargate SG-1, mm-hmm. they always had something going on there. When they would come back through the ring, the chopper eye, if you will, the, they would always scan them for diseases and stuff. And they've had things that have made people age fast. Right. They've mm-hmm. had things that have killed entire populations. Yeah. <coughs> and... They end up finding out they're nanites, nanotechnology. Right. Yeah. So, and I look at it from the nanite version. I think that's a form of a space disease because it affects your yeah, system. Absolutely. Yeah. Causes different changes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all different types of things on on Stargate SG One. Again, they have the, the replicators. They're like little erector sets that look like spiders. Right. They walk around, yeah. you know, and they're infesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is spreading like a right. disease. Yeah, I got you. You know, and, there, and there's all different types of things. But you know, if I was going to pick one horrible, very devastating space disease, one thing comes to mind. What is that? Space herpes. Oh, God. From the sh- movie Ice Pirates. They had oh. a space herpes. It was like a little bug, right. like a worm, and it would attach to you, and that's what they called them. I always thought that was like the funny thing. They didn't go into it much in the movie, but it's a great movie. You have not seen it. But, you know, you look at all different types of mostly zombie movies, right. things that are affecting Earth. The 12 Monkeys movie, was that about a space, a disease of some kind, or was that a time travel mix-up? You know, I'm not... You're not, at res- you're not a resident... I, Expert, I, I, I am not. What comes to mind is the the Rampage movie, okay? Where uh, they're in space and they get this disease and they have it in tubes. And uh, you, did you ever see? Oh Rampage? yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, okay, and it comes to space and makes Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yep. oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that disease getting into the animals makes for this big clash of you know these big animals. That's a fantastic concept. But that was a actual space disease that I didn't even didn't even know. Yeah, it all clicks to you, oh, doesn't wow. it? You know? <laughs> this is how me and Randy do these shows: is we just come up with topics, and we might do a little research on them. We might already have knowledge of them, but it's fun because it's just two guys talking about yeah. sci-fi. And you know, like I always say, we may not remember the names, or if we got the plot line right, or whatever. That's but right. hell, it's a lot of fun. And you know, so you mentioned Twelve Monkeys. Go yes. back to that. I don't know anything about it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you did. I thought no, we talked. No, Twelve Monkeys. When you said, it, I've heard the name. Right. But yeah, I don't. I have no. Clue. Earth was devastated by a disease of some kind, right. and it had to do with experimental things with monkeys and things of oh, that okay. nature. I, yeah, you know, I have so. never seen it. But you think of all different types of movies that were in, had some sort of a disease with them. Mm-hmm. You know. You look at, and I always go back to Star Trek because there's tons of incidences where um, people have spread things that were right. common to their world. Right. But you get there and it's not mm-hmm. common to the human race, and all of a sudden yeah. you're bringing it back to your spaceship. Right. The, the crew's getting messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, 
That that reminds me, real quick. You're talking about uh, uh, Star Trek. I went back and started rewatching the the original. Right. And there's a scene, probably fourth or fifth ep- episode in, where the two spaceships come together and they transfer this kid over. And whenever the kid gets mad, his disease or whatever it no, is. No, that was this, not. It was not a disease. It was Charlie X. You're talking about. Oh, is and it? he can make things happen with his mind. He was oh, actually an alien. I got you. I but got see, you. you can mess that up with that as yeah, well. Absolutely. You want to talk about a Star Trek disease that they actually. Um, wasn't really a disease, but it was spread like a contaminant, mm-hmm. was the Naked Now, original Enterprise, mm-hmm. um, comes up to this planet, and they've lost contact with it, and it's uh, um, actually, uh, the the uh, body of the planet is actually shrinking right. because of a natural cause, and the star base there, they found all the people had killed each other, just killed them. They found someone taking a shower and fully dressed in their clothes. Right. So it turns out that um, they had all their little environmental suits on and everything because they don't know what the hell is going right. on. They go in there, and one of the guys, we call them red shirts at sea, and then it's just because they have a red shirt. In the original right. Star Trek, they did, but the term red shirt is derived by, okay, you have Star Trek come on, and here's William Shatner as Captain Kirk, and Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock, and all the actors, and then they go like, Bob is Ensign Ricky. And you're like, well, that's the some bitch that's going to get killed in this episode. <laughs> it is. That's where the term red shirt comes from. Because that's the expendable coomer. So Ensign Ricky in this episode, if you will, decides to take his glove off. We're on this planet. Right. And his nose itch, because you sneezed yeah. earlier in, that, in one of our episodes. It reminded me of this, and he scratched his nose. Yeah. He's got it. So what is it? So they go back to sh- the ship. They don't know what the hell's going on. Right. All of a sudden... Instant Ricky's getting all pissed off acting and everything and starts getting a fight and he's touching people and stuff and he's sweating profusely mm-hmm. yep. and um, someone stabs him with a butter knife that looked like and it kills him because right. turns out that uh, they had contracted a disease or an ailment if you will right. from this planet because it was circling in the in the earth the, the planet was closing in on itself and it caused something to go wrong with the gravity and all that right. affected their mind mm-hmm. and um, gave them the sense of this disease or this ailment that made them think they were drunk right yes yeah. so every time Ensign Ricky would say Randy how you doing touch your skin he's transferring, transferring. see I describe this and he's transferring sweat to you then you get, you get it. it right so the enterprise is circling this um, Psi 2000 is, was the name of the planet, reaching deep there. Right. And it was circling, and was, gravity was reaching out to the Enterprise, and everybody's drunk, and people are dying. And then they find out that the uh, cure for it, and it bridges to another uh, podcast we did about alcohol, right. um, a, a thurigram, thurigram, I think they called it a thurigan. It was a nerve agent that would kill you. Right. But Dr. McCoy figured out how to make it into this orange liquid in this oh, bottle <laughs> and he put it in a syringe and went and it would cure you and straighten the, the ailment up wow. in your head and uh, Scotty grabs it and he's like will this mix good with scotch? And he's like yes it will. So check out our other podcast about the alcohol you'll Is love. Is that it. one of the episodes they had to go go in time to, to get the, away from the pamphlet? At the end of it yeah. they ripped away and I mentioned this in a Star yeah. Trek in one of in our time travel episode. Right. They rip away from the atmosphere and it sends them back in time to another episode to right. come up. But I always thought and then next generation when Captain Picard, I think it was a first series, it was called that episode in original was called Naked 
time. The next generation episode was called Naked Now. Right. They run up on a ship that's circling a sun that's collapsing. Mm -hmm. They find someone in a shower, fully clothed, and they're like, we've run across somebody else. As they look it up in the Enterprise, they talk about that episode. Same thing happens. So, but they had to come up with a different element. I'll let you, I don't want to spoil it with you, but Data has sex with uh, Tasha Yar, and it's, that's the episode <laughs> we're talking about. Which but seems like that would not be interesting at all. You're, yes, it would not be. <laughs> you think about real life, you know, we're going out to space a lot now. We're going to Mars. You know, we're going to go back to the moon. Um, there's no telling what we're going to run into out there. When we're, you know, the astronauts might come back and be vampires or something. You know, but you never know. So tell us more about some zombie stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, why why is it an ailment? I, like I said, I have I have no clue what it actually does, other than it. Uh, it's like the whole werewolf lycanthropy and a vampire biting you. Right. Yeah. You know, is are those diseases? Is yeah, that is absolutely. that or is I it a curse? So. I mean, you know, it's spreading like a disease, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I would say vampires are a disease. Mm-hmm. The, the a carrier know, of yeah. that disease. Uh, <clears throat> but when it comes to zombie movies, you know, it, uh I am legend comes to mind and he's a doctor and he's trying to find a cure for that disease. So to me, it is a disease. Zombieism is a disease. And it's, you know, that's just like uh, the guy down in Fort Lauderdale, the Florida man that was eating people. Because he was eating bath salts or smoking right. bath salts right. or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. So he has a mental, you know, a mental disease that <laughs> made think, him a real zombie. I wonder if that guy, was he was hallucinating, and he must have been a zombie fanatic or something. For Maybe him. Like, so, so. Man, that, that shit looks delicious. Yeah, that shit looks delicious. <laughs> Let me bite it out of your arm. I'm going to really reach back with you with this next mm. one because something has come to my attention while we've been talking oh, randomly. What do you got? Is that all right if I take yeah, it away from you? Absolutely, take it. There was an old, old H.G. Wells story okay. called War of the Worlds. Okay, now before you go any further, is that the one where the guy on the radio had the mass panic from the people? Yes, that was what really happened. And then Tom or, Cruise redid the remake? Uh, yes. Okay, all right, go ahead. Basically, just to give you a little history, because you're right on, kind of on both right. ends. Um, Orson Welles, which narrated the, the movie um, back um, in the day, he, re- he took this H.G. Uh, Wells novel and... On Halloween, it was 1960-something, 1950-something, right. dates leave me, he was reading it on a live radio broadcast verbatim from the book. Society took it as real. Right. And they started, people started killing themselves and panicking and looting and all wow, that stuff. And there was a whole deal about it. Right. That was a true story. Basically, in the story of War of the Worlds, Martians invade mm-hmm. Earth because... Right. They've watched Earth for these millions of years and how beautiful it was, and their planet got screwed up. Right. And so they built these ships, and they, which were actually meteorites, put these little their tanks in them, which were called Martian right. war machines. Mm-hmm. Shot them to Earth, they land, they unscrew, and they start taking over the Earth. Right. They're fighting, and they've the military did everything they could. They've done flamethrowers, missiles. They even launched a nuke at them. Right. Didn't touch them. Because they had force fields. Right. Had no idea. Great movie if you guys have never watched it. Tom Cruise redid it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was shit. I'm sorry, y'all know I don't like remakes and movies right. and stuff. I haven't found but maybe a handful that I'm okay with. 
Um, they try to keep the premise. Right. Um, Independence Day would be the closest, uh, best mm-hmm. replication of that. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, on a play on words, if you go back to Independence Day, Jeff Goldblum, one of my favorite actors, he and his dad are talking, and he's he figures out his dad has a cold, yep. or he tells him you're going to have a cold. And a play on words is he's going to add a virus. Yep. To the mothership. Mother okay. And that's a big scene when he realizes it. Oh my God. We we can upload a virus and he has the guy shoot the, the bullet and it bounces around. Yep. And then he adds the virus. Yep. The disease. It, yep, the disease. And voila voila. Well they link that to right. War of the Worlds because that's how the Martians got defeated, is they got the common cold. Oh, really? Because they were all ah. attuned to their world. And, this, and the common cold was like the black plague to them. Right. So it killed them. So they did a play on that with the mm-hmm. uploading the virus. You know, they were trying right. to keep them separate. But, you know, yeah. still mm-hmm. diseases in space. Right. Not good. No, I agree. And if you take, like, the Matrix back to a play on words, mm-hmm. they're using viruses. They are viruses. Yes. Like the agents are viruses. I know we're getting far-fetched here. No, no, disease, you're right. But, but the agents are viruses that are taking over once Neo imprints on him and he comes back in three, he's unplugged. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's because he is a virus and the computer can't fight him. So he has the computer mm-hmm. system, the robots, the machines have to team up with Neo to kill the virus. Right. So, yeah. Diseases and things like that. Didn't realize it, man. Yeah. Just, See, that's why I love us doing these yeah. shows because things click. Right. You mention one thing and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you know, this happened. But uh, I don't know. They, uh, Moss Eisley. Okay. The guy that gets his arm cut off uh-huh. by Obi Wan Kenobi. He's got like zits and stuff all over his face, like he has some kind of skin defect. Right. Okay. Could and be a really bad version of psoriasis or he something. He could. Like. He could have. Yeah. And I want to say he had a cameo in Rogue One. Yeah. You know, they bump into him when they're walking through the streets in Rogue One. Totally so. wash their hands after yeah, they bumped absolutely. into that guy. I don't know. You know, like I said, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but that could be, or it could be just his species has bad acne, you know. So <laughs> Maybe so. Could be. You never know that, you know. So, yeah, I couldn't. gosh, name me something else that's got space diseases or movie diseases off the top of your head. Because I'm coming to a blank, sadly. Wow, me too. I was not looking forward to this podcast. I'm like, yeah. space diseases. And there, people are screaming at the screen. Like, you forgot about no, or whatever, you know. Right. But uh, space diseases. Yes, you didn't do your research at all. I did, but you know, uh, it all fought, fell back to Star Wars, Star Trek, The Matrix. It's know? hard to get away from the basis. Yeah, of them. yeah. What about uh, what about the movie? No, I was going to say aliens or predator, but they were they were no. all aliens. Yeah, they were all aliens. It's hard, you know, and they bring their own diseases. Right. Parasites, whatever, you know. Uh, no. I was going to say mm. You're drawing a blank just like I, I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, two guys talking sci-fi. Yeah, we don't even really know. <laughs> and we had a drinking episode a while back and I think it's still affecting us, you oh, know. So man. You just you look at you look at things. You know, Earth now are trying to control horrible diseases. You have right. Ebola. You have 
the plague's back thanks yeah. to the conditions in uh, uh, California with the right. homeless and all that. Yeah. Um, you have the common cold. You have right. encephalitis. Right. That's a good one. That brings up a Star Trek reference, and it's not really a disease, but it's something that infects you. Right. Infectious. Yeah. There was an episode of original Star Trek. They go to this planet. Everyone, again, looks like they've killed each other. Right. There's people running around saying they run up on this. They beam down this planet. Where is everybody? Um, and it's um, kind of in the daylight, but kind of dusk. Right. And this group of guys comes up to Kirk, Spock, and the rest of the crew that beam down. They're like, get away from us. Get away from us. Run. And then they start running at them, start trying to beat them with clubs and stuff. So they were like, why are all these people warning us to get away? And now they're beating the shit out of us right. and trying to kill us. Turns out there was an alien parasitic creature, which parasites carry diseases. Yep, absolutely. They look like, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but they used to have fake vomit that you could buy and throw right. on the floor, and it was like a little pancake-looking thing. Right. had, like, goo on it and all that stuff. These creatures looked like that. So they would fly around, and they'd come, and they'd stick to you. Right. And they would sting you with a stinger, and it would inject a, a parasite into you I that would you. control you. And that's, right. they were trying to take over the world because... This little pancake flying around, mm, I'm going to take you over. Right. You can't do that, so let's infect the uh, people. And Spock, Mr. Spock, got mm-hmm. stung by one of these things. Oh, okay. And it had a vampire twist to it, believe it or not, now that I'm talking about it. Um, they found out the way to get the, because it would send these tendrils all through your body, wrap around your spine, whatever. Right. And to control your mind, it was so painful. That's how they controlled you, was with pain. So they found out that bright light, destroyed them because they said well these uh-huh. things were fine these little pancake monsters are in the shade all the time and all that and they found out they were mostly flying around at night and stuff oh okay so they got rid of them by the sun but it made mr spock blind and he thought he's gonna be blind for the rest of his life but it turns out that mr spock's race is called the vulcans pointed ear right. people they had a second set of eyelids that popped down like a frog does so it saved him and yeah. protected him. So there you go, a vampire and a space disease mixed together. You know? Wow, so that's pretty cool. It is. Um, I like that. What about, uh, wasn't there a Star Trek where they put the little parasite in? and That was Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, right, that's yep. right. A little uh, bug crawled in ears. But that was more like an infestation. Than yeah, a, than that's a, true. And, and, which falls under this category. Yeah. That's what Randy and I have been talking a lot about a lot of our episodes. And I always res- resort back to Star Trek because that's my forte. I love it. I'm a huge Trekkie. Um, it's almost a religion to me. But when Star Trek aired in the 60s, it set precedence for all other science fiction. Because mm-hmm. if you watch science fiction, movies, television shows, and my wife and I, Lori, we're sitting on the front porch watching TV and they'll come up with like a situation I'm like Star Trek did it first right Star Trek did it first you know I know Star Wars is a whole totally different thing but there's a lot of Star Trek-isms in Star Wars there is Star Trek in every science fiction they either mention the television show Mm -hmm. or make fun of it or something or situations they go into Stargate is a phenomenal um, series if you guys ever watch it there's Stargate SG-1, then there's Stargate Atlantis, and they have yep. Stargate Universe. I don't recommend Stargate Universe because it was a soap opera. Right. And uh, it was uh, really not about the Stargate. But um, they do copy of Star Trek all right. the time of episodes and things, you know. Would you say that uh, mental, 
mental issues is the disease. Yes. You would? Okay, yes. well then, uh, now we're right up my alley. Michael Myers? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he's breaks from an insane asylum. The disease has got in his head that he's a psychopath and he's going around killing and... Being possessed is a form of an infection in my in my well, ability. You know, we got Jason, we got right, you know yeah. other people that have been possessed, and all your slasher films that you love so much. You know, right. Constantine. I don't know if you've ever watched that. I highly recommend it. Right, it's fantastic. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, they're having to have. Uh, I mean, Keanu Reeves is doing exorcisms on people that have the demon in him. That disease. If you yes, will. yes, you're right. Okay, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, uh, it's where an angel. Have you ever seen it? I've seen parts of it. I've followed it when they do it on the animated series of the okay. Batman series and all that. I know who you're talking when about. When you start, I would recommend watching it and starting it over. But okay. basically, what has happened is that an angel has stepped away from God and is helping a devil, helping the the devil's son or a devil angel, as you will, work together. To take over the world, mm-hmm. and Keanu Reeves is basically one of these that sends demons back to hell because he committed suicide. So he's in between the two afterworlds. He can't go to heaven unless he sacrifices himself or or something like that. But yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah. The thing that really and you reminded me of something mm-hmm. jumping back to Star Trek um, diseases that we have in the real world in our time now: cancer, pancreatitis. Things like that. They've cured in the future. There's been episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, Let me go back even further. Um, Star Trek uh, Voyage Home, your favorite one with the whales. Right. (laughs) They get um, one of the crew members falls and he goes to the local hospital and Dr. McCoy is going to rescue him and he runs into this little old lady. It's in a a gurney. She's like, Tell me I'm going for dialysis. He goes, Dialysis? What is this? The medieval times? He goes, he's got his little bag and he gives these little pills. He goes, he slaps his hand and goes, take two of these. Call me in the morning. And they're running, trying to escape. They run right. back into the little lane. And the doctor's like, you're cured. What happened? What happened? She goes, there's a doctor. There's a doctor. He's cured me. He's cured me. Next Generation, um, they had a first season episode. I think it was one of the, the last episode of first season. Mm-hmm. They come up. They have an incursion with the Romulans. Uh, they go to the neutral zone. Right. They find this uh, satellite or big satellite from right. Earth, all beat to hell. Mm-hmm. And on it, there's these cryogenic freezing things where okay. they've frozen people. Right. They, some of them are still active. Mm-hmm. They activate them. One guy had cancer. Right. Um, uh, another guy had um, what's the liver disease? Cirrhosis, not cirrhosis of the right. liver. And the woman had a brain em- embolism where, you know, a little vessel pops right. open. So they go, these are really simple things to cure. They were talking cancer right. yes. and all that stuff, right. and they stuff got the technology. Yeah. So that in any science fiction, anything about the future, um, illnesses that they run up on mm-hmm. are just rampant because, you know, they've cured every known human right. disease, you know. So. Right. Uh, that reminds me, in uh, the Doctor Who series, they run up on New Earth. Mm-hmm. And they end up running into the hospital ward where everybody is being uh, treated and they're dying. And uh, it's because of the the skin. God, I can't think because I'm, I'm just now getting into it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the skin that's stretched, has mouth and talks. Oh, and yeah. It ends up being... 
put into the blonde's yes. body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they run across these chambers that are being held captive because they have skin disease. And they open the chambers, and these people are all like, oh. oh they're melting. Right, yeah. And throughout the, the episode, they, they realize what's causing all that, and they all kind of get saved. And the people, like there was a real big, large man that was dying. Right. And he ended up being saved because they didn't realize the type of disease they had. I just, I can't remember the name. I'm just, I'm trying to remember the, 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 uh, um, Character's name with a stretched skin because she used to be a normal gal, and then something right. happened, and they had to had to keep stretching her out. She's right. like a big picture frame with the like you said, the mouth right. and the yeah. eyes. Yeah, it's hilarious. And people, we have a lot of Doctor Who fans, and we apologize. We don't know the name of this, but yeah, we're just two I just guys. It. Yeah, we're just two guys yeah. talking about sci-fi. You just started Doctor Who. Where did you start? I started with my favorite so far, which is uh, Nicholson. Yeah, I, I I'm so disappointed. Eccleston, Eccleston, whatever. Ball-headed guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, I, I liked him really well, and now I'm about four or five episodes into t- Tenet. 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 Mm-hmm. He's very good, but man, that Nicholson man was just. I, I'm sorry. I hate that they couldn't get along or it's whatever. Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah. No, Nicholson, that's the Eccleston. whole thing with Doctor Who. It's the same person. Right. Right. And they they moved from body to body, and yep. I, and I got that firsthand at the e- end of my, the first season I watched, and it is fantastic. And uh, she's adorable, and their love interest. You know, you can tell they both like each other, and uh, yeah, it's, I like it. Hmm. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm like, I'm coming around. I just I got to learn some of these names, you know, and uh, the Dalek uh, episode. Daleks, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard to understand when they talk. Yeah, because they talk uh, like robots. Right. Yeah, but a robot talking sounds okay. I can understand that, but the Dalek. The vibration sound. Yeah, yeah it's just exterminate, it's like, exterminate. What are they saying? What They're are saying they exterminate, saying? Randy. No, no, I, I know that one word. But I just I'm told talking you. about the rest of the time. You know, <laughs> you got to think they're like. Yoda talking, where it's like kind of backwards right, and true. all that, but yeah. they sound like, mm-hmm. you know, a vibrator. Right. right. <laughs> but anyways, on. Doctor Who podcast is coming up later. Oh yeah, I'm excited about that. Me too. That's coming soon. We're having a guest for that one, aren't we? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Surprise guest. Yeah. Do, do we say it now or no? You can say it now. Oh, Bruce McGill, the author of the Iconic Time Box, will be our guest. That's great. We we love having guests in. And if you guys out there would like to be a guest and you actually know something and maybe make Randy and I look a lot better because we can't remember space diseases and stuff. Um, come on, bring it. We've yep. had Thomas Galvin. We've had Rob Robertson, yep, who was a skunk ape hunter. Um, we've got uh, my good friend that pronounces to be a Disney expert coming in. Yep. John Sumner. Yep. Mm-hmm. John Curtis. Curtis, yeah. He's, uh, he's coming in. Um, he's, uh, from what I understand, credible. Yeah, absolutely. He is incredible, but you yeah. know, He's he knows a lot of more stuff. than 300 times. I would already have killed somebody. I would too, because I, <laughs> I am not a Disney person. Everybody knows that. So, um, we're, uh, I'm talking with Mark Muncy, who is oh, an yeah. author of yeah. many books about. Eerie Florida, Strange Florida, and he's coming out with Creepy Florida, I think. Yeah. It's his next book he's working on. He's going to try to be a, a guest as well. Um, mention this again, uh, September uh, 21st, if you have nothing to do, come on down to Bartow, Florida. Come uh, visit Main Street Comics and Memorabilia. They're doing uh, Batman Day. Yeah. I will be there hosting uh, uh, with the music and games and all kinds of fun. Randy's going to be there with our uh, Talking Sci-Fi microphone. He's going to be asking you guys some questions. I'm going to be able to put you into the show. That's right. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Um, also, Sci-Fi Bartow uh, 2020 is coming up February the 15th, um, 2020. It's a free event. Check out the Facebook page. It is a Main Street Bartow Incorporated event. My wife and I, Lori, host that event, and this is our year seven. We're doing yep. Myths and Magic, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And We do a Friday night event on the 14th, which will be Valentine's Day, something you can bring your sweetheart to and come hang out with some music and fun and it's a kind of a can't say the the HP word, but it's kind of a hairy kind of full of pots kind of adventure that night and yeah. the Saturday. But we're focusing on myths and monsters. Um, and what you have said myths and monsters multiple times throughout our podcast. Yes, and I'd like to point out that it's myths and magic. Oh, magic! Oh my God! I don't even know. That. I don't have our poster up behind it. Myths so, and magic. But, this is what I like. I like the triple M's. Miss, magic, and Monsters. the occasional monster. monster. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, my brain is taxing this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I didn't even know the name of my own event. That's crazy. <laughs> I do know uh, J&E uh, Creations, who made our Sci-Fi Bartow Cups. We've talked about uh, J&E a lot on our show. Um, get on their web, uh, their uh, Facebook page and mm-hmm. order your cup. Um, these are really awesome. They're stainless steel and they're wrapped beautifully with uh, uh, swirly designs that she can add different colors for you put the sci-fi bartow logo on it and she can also add if you're into space diseases yeah she could put a big herpes right here on on there for you or some gonorrhea molecules not real i'm joking <laughs> no i have a lady that's got a doctor who um tardis on the side of hers we have a lady that has a uh, just got a uh, captain marvel right um She's in the process of doing a Harry Potter cup oh, for wow. Lori, and it looks like dragon scales. Oh my goodness! And it's gonna have the always the Deathly Hallows logo mm-hmm. with a little triangle and all that on the side oh, of it. Wow. So they're amazing. Check them out. Um, SNL restaurant. I yeah. want to talk about them. Disease free, no rodents, no nothing. That is the cleanest restaurant on the known universe. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. The health department people eat lunch there. They love it so much. So check it out. I'm trying to bridge into the to the disease to, to the disease and stuff. <laughs> disease free, delicious hamburgers. They're fantastic. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, Chilton Signs. Chilton Signs, one of our uh, uh, offshoot uh, uh, sponsors there. With when they Thomas. get a common cold, they call in sick, so you don't have to worry about that yep. when you go visit them. Yep, they sure do. Um, that's that was a good one, Randy. You did really good on that. <laughs> That goes along with, is mental illness a disease? It is. You have it. I know it. So, we're going to wrap up a little early this time around. Yeah, and we want to thank it. you guys for joining us and just sticking with us. We have some great podcasts coming up, so stay tuned for that. And like I said, subscribe to us on YouTube. doesn't cost you anything, but it helps us keep up with what's going on. Um, find us on Facebook, like our page. Send us comments, questions. Um, suggestions for podcasts we will do it because we are full of nonsense that's right and some knowledge which will make happen and this is why Randy and I created this podcast podcast I know they're a dime a dozen everybody in their deuce is doing one and we just want to do something a little bit different and um, just try to make it fun and a little comical thing think Johnny Carson the Tonight Show from years ago with his sidekick with him there, making fun of him. And uh, that's the way we want to go with it. Like I always, always say, it's 
Miss and Magic Sci-Fi Motel. <laughs> like I always say, we may not remember the names of the actors what? or the movie titles. Or, or the, the show you invented. Or, or even the show even existed, but we're going to talk about it. And try to remember it's a it's it's a reminiscing kind of a podcast, it is. isn't it? it? Is. We talk about a lot yeah. of different things. Oh, yeah. So enjoy. We'll see you soon, Randy. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh oh oh. Oh my God! I gave you a disease. <laughs> you killed me. <laughs> Randy just made me pass out. Oh, anyway, no. we'll see you next time on Talking Sci-Fi with Sci-Fi Sean and Just Randy. Have a good one, buddies.